Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Sex Panther, what's going on? Sex Panther sitting in the two chair. You know, a really busy, busy weekend over the weekend. Had a lot going on, but one of the things I got to do was wrap up the weekend with Saxy Max. He got to do the Sunday show, and, and we, we talked a little bit about how uh, him and Max are going to be doing the Sunday show from here on out. Should be my last Sunday show for the rest of this year. But I did tell him, you know, hey, if anytime Max is absent, which we know Max is absent a lot, Give me a call and I'm there for you. And voila, here we are. Very next day. Max is absent. So fighting Phil, you get to step in and uh, I mean, he's more like a part-time player anymore. Isn't he Phil? Yeah. Yeah. Max is, um, he's like one of those platoon outfielders, you know, like every third day <laughs> getting a shot. But yeah, man, happy to be here. I had a nice weekend. College football started, had a, a crazy, crazy couple races in Daytona. Um, so uh, Monday's kind of like an off day for me. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped up to relax a little bit. Can you be pumped up to relax? Just relax, relax. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, uh, just relaxed to, to relax. There we go. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. College football. Nice, nice little week zero, uh, Panther. Any takeaways? How'd you do? Uh, I don't think I did well. And, and if you've been listening to us for three years, particularly Arch and I, when we were doing college football, I think the first part of the season is just so hard to get a grasp on because you really don't know a lot. There's, you know, college football revolving door of athletes and coaches. And we saw that. I think the big takeaway for me is fuck Nebraska, fuck Scott Frost. <laughs> and, and, and maybe my second takeaway is God damn it. If Hawaii can get thumped that bad at home by the worst team in the SEC, Fuck them, too. Like, that was my big takeaway for the weekend. Oh, man. All of a sudden, Vanderbilt looks like a real team. Phil, your futures play is in action. We are one-third of the way to <laughs> catching a <laughs> over win total uh, with Vandy. I, I just, I mean, they're SEC athletes against a, a Hawaii team that was just dismantled in the offseason. So I, I kind of saw that one coming. I had a pretty nice weekend. I think I was 7-3. and three, Yes. Um, hit a two-uniter, so about five units gained. So pretty, pretty happy with it going to be putting out the rest of the season futures in the book club here uh, during this week. So no better time than now to get in. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. The book club, the dgens.net three uh, free. I should say free three. I should have made a different number than three because it rhymes with free and it messes me up. I should have made it a two, but for right now it's the free three day trial. Just sign up with no, no risk, no obligation. Rolls right off the tongue. It really does. Uh, Phil, we, we mentioned Scott Frost. I want to talk about Scott Frost for a minute. He's a cash cow, man. He's a fucking cash cow. Are, are you on the Scott Frost train? Listen, one of my losses this weekend was, was Nebraska. Oh. And it was, yeah, I mean, I was hoping to get two touchdowns with Northwestern, and then that line steamed the other way. Hmm. I could get a 10 with Nebraska. So I was like, man, I just got to take the number here. But yeah, Scott Frost, what an idiot. I mean... <laughs> That, that onside kick yeah. after going up 11, I, it just ruins the momentum. It puts your team in a short field. Like, what a dope. You have so much to lose and not much to gain by, by recovering that kick. You, you got to play it by the textbook there and kick long. I know, Panther. Especially I know your when, thoughts, too. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah, especially when you're coming off a season that they had last year. Uh, his back's against the wall. They basically made him fire all of his assistants to save his own job. And then they come out. 
a very winnable game, right? North Northwestern is not a juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination. And they just shit all over the bed, man. It's just, I, I think the Scott Frost watch is on right now. I don't know if there's, you know, prop bed out there, but I don't know how this guy survives the season now. He doesn't. There's no chance, right? There's no chance he survives the season. No, no. I mean, when, when Kyle Hunter was on um, last week on our show, you know, we talked about how hot that seat is, and it is just boiling now. I mean, it's on the sun. <laughs> yeah, the, Northwestern was a game he had to win. I mean, Northwestern is a weak team in the Big Ten. They had to win that game, and uh, well, we we saw how how it worked out. So I, I think he's he's probably gone. What and before six weeks, five weeks. That's your over under. Yeah, I, I think five and a half is a pretty sharp line there. What do you think? Yeah, I think you're probably right. I'm taking the under. <laughs> <laughs> We'll all hate to see him go because I think they're going to be a great fade the rest of the way. Oh, yeah, I think so. Nebraska's tough. Man, they made uh, Northwestern look like they could play in the SEC, right? They could hang with Vanderbilt. Hang with Vandy. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened over the, over the weekend? Panther, did you, you were complaining about running backs? Um, was I complaining about running backs? You were complaining about drafting running backs. Well, okay, so I did my fantasy draft yesterday, and I... I, I Running back, you have to, in my opinion, especially if you're early in the draft and there's one of those, you know, huge, big running back, you know, bell cow guys, you got to go get them. And I did. I got two of them. But then later on, you know, I loaded up on my wide receivers and now I got to go get backup running backs because just in fantasy football, running backs are a premium. So I go and I get Brian Robinson. This is yesterday, three in the afternoon. I'm drafting Brian Robinson Jr. It looks like he might supplant Antonio Gibson as the starting running back for the Washington Commanders. God, I, that even hurt saying that out Washington Commanders. Three hours later, he gets shot. He gets fucking shot. Like, I, I, this is the second time this has happened to me. I made a trade years ago in baseball. I traded for Jose Fernandez. One week later, he's dead. Like, well, how's this hurt? <laughs> I'm not trying to make light of these tragic situations, but what the fuck? I, I, this is what happens when you're in Washington, and I think they were, the game was in Baltimore. Like, you have no win situation down there, right? Phil, yeah, I mean, did you draft I, Brian Robinson on your team? I, I did not. I did not. I, my, uh, I have a college football fantasy draft tonight, oh, actually. But, but the burning question is, has anybody checked on Antonio Gibson's alibi? Because, I mean, he was losing that job. <laughs> what, what, what was he up to last night? <laughs> so this was a robbery is that right this was a robbery attempt and they fucking shot him i mean they're saying robbery and then i've also read carjacking they haven't exactly said they got two suspects they found the weapon um i think they're just waiting to interview brian robinson and, and get more details but they've been very general and very vague about the details uh firearm short distance yeah wow god it, the victim was uh robinson was the victim of a carjacking or just an armed robbery attempt and they shot him in the lower extremities multiple times so you know thankfully non-life threatening he's going to be okay he had already put out a quote and uh, rivera put out a, a quote on his behalf but um they're too early to tell how how long his recovery and rehab but Gibson's got a job. I got to imagine Gibson's got this job for at least four to six weeks, right, Phil? Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, it. it I, I boy, I, I don't know how it's going to work out. Like, it depends on how how serious the injuries are. I guess. I mean, maybe he'll be happy to to walk again, let alone you know run the ball. It's that's 
crazy multiple times in the lower extremities that's that's nuts oh god yeah poor dude man just that's tough all right we'll move on to something a little bit less uh less tragic this was heavy yeah oh but the browns are in the news again god damn it (laughs) the fans have erupted after thinking a browns player had a bag of weed on the sidelines at their preseason game phil did you did you see this I did. I saw, and okay. it looked a lot like weed. So I, I, I was like, man, I thought Josh Gordon was in Kansas City, but you know, no idea, no idea. It's, it's nuts. I don't know what it really was. Sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds. Fair enough. Yeah, Panther. You know, it it would be easy to be like, oh, this is stupid. Why would you think that? But it's NFL players. It's the Cleveland fucking Browns. Like, you re- there's reason to be suspicious of anything on the sidelines with these guys. You know, clearly. Being a multi-million dollar athlete isn't enough to get these guys away from the hippie lettuce. So I could see where, you know, people would think, hey, are these guys really dumb enough to have, you know, marijuana on the sidelines of an NFL game? And uh, granted, they they weren't. I think the answer to the question is, would we really be surprised? Yeah. Enough. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Oh boy, the Browns are always in the news. It's, I don't know, uh, I'm trying to look, it does look like weed. I, I don't know if I could say that I would disagree with them. This little Ziploc baggie. It's on the screen if you want to see it. It's pretty, pretty funny. Uh, it's always dangerous when people are watching games live. You never know what they're going to interpret. I remember many, many years back, I want to say this was a World Series. I can't remember where. Maybe why maybe cleveland I'm, I'm not i'm trying to think this has been a while but i remember the journalist was freaking out on twitter because because he had three strikeouts at that time and there were fans in the stands that hold up akk and the journalist was freaking the fuck out oh. Oh. she was losing her mind she was certain that the, that the racist uh, ku klux klan had made uh, an appearance at a world series game <laughs> in left field yeah, I, I, guess, I think wasn't I'm, I'm not oh go ahead Phil I was just gonna say if if you're the guys that are you know holding up the the strikeout signs maybe maybe hold up the first two and then wait for the fourth one, and then <laughs> the fourth up. one. yeah <laughs> you don't want to confuse Why? journalists they're easily confused that's it <sighs> oh, that's a lot of so dumb true. people out there wasn't that the reason though is like they they turn them backwards the K's are drawn backwards is like just to kind of get away from that didn't that have something to do with the backwards K? I thought that was uh, swinging strikeout versus looking strikeout. That could be. Yeah, I that mean, and, and what if the journalist is holding up a mirror? Then you're really confused. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> she cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> they can't, oh, they can't get past a journalist, especially an online exclusive journalist. Those, that's the cream of the crop right there, baby. Well, that's all we had to talk about in the pre-show. Is there anything else we need to touch on? Anything else going on in the world? With you, Panther? Uh, no, my weekend was so busy. I'm kind of like I'm kind of like Phil here, where I needed to get back to work just so I could relax. <laughs> Phil, how'd the races go over the weekend? Oh, great! Um, man, they were wild. There was rain all weekend in Daytona, so the Xfinity race didn't get going until about eleven o'clock on Friday night. Wrapped up around two. We went uh, nine and one on sides on mm. Saturday. Um, and we just, the only ones we lost were the outright winners. So that was, that was a good race yesterday. My goodness. 
people may be seeing on Twitter, it, Twitter is a buzz about NASCAR. There were some really, really crazy long shots that finished in the top 10. And there were some folks that round robined them. There was a $13 round robin that turned into a million. And uh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I would say that I'm, I'm really happy for those folks. It's cool. It's getting some eyes on NASCAR. But our thousand to one outright winner finished third. And if he would have won, it would have cashed a top Chevy prop at 300 to one as well. So we, we were almost in on it. We were almost famous. Uh, but we took a, a one and a half unit gain yesterday instead oh, of a million. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. It'll, it'll but be- hey, man, more, more eyes on the sport is, uh, is always a good thing. So. Is that a is NASCAR popular right now? I mean, I know it was in a lull. Is it coming out of its lull? It it may be. I think the the gambling thing has really has really helped. I mean, that's why I'm here, honestly. And uh, you know, yesterday, like I said, I mean, there was some there was a guy in our just in our NASCAR chat. There's like thirty of us in there with Steve and I, and there was a guy that he had a ten dollar bet and it turned into one hundred and seventy seven thousand with with those round robin Whoa. top tens. So. It's it's cool. I mean, you know, there's some huge value and there are some big plus EV plays out there to be had. So, um, you know, maybe maybe we'll get an influx of people, people checking us out next week. Who knows? That's right. That's right. Um, I don't know the darts popularity is going to explode anytime soon. I'm watching uh, two guys throw right now, and I think their three dart average is about 60. So, you know, it's it's good stuff. Not not a lot of uh, not a lot of sharp guys in this group of um of dart throwers that were were on this weekend, but no. man, they can hit the trip one like nobody's business, though. Whew. And that trip five <laughs> is is always a threat. Yeah. All right, uh, let's take a let's take a little breather here. I guess uh, I guess I'll talk to you people. This is the point in the show where we put a dynamic insertion into it. We have no idea what's going to happen after this. This is up to you sitting at home, listening on your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever. This is up to you. They know who you are. They know how much they value your age, your gender, where you live. So what you hear next is what Madison Avenue thinks of you. If you don't hear anything, they don't really value you. Sorry to say. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane maybe even a little mad if you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home bet the non-stop action of march madness with my bookie enter bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes of up to twenty-five thousand big ones or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on, the best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we're back. Hopefully you heard something. Now you know something about yourself. Our fucking, <laughs> our fucking James Hurl just lost. God. Yeah, he Four was three. going for the old... Yep, he was going for the old 120-something checkout there. Uh, missed, the last, missed the last dart. Yeah, I had a feeling he couldn't do a 120 checkout, just, just looking at him. The old Shanghai checkout, as we call it here in the business. <laughs> All right, baseball, Sex Panther, what do you bring to the table? Well, we'll start up in uh, Minneapolis with the Minnesota Twinkies going to host the Boston Red Sox. Uh, a humdinger of a pitching matchup. Uh, Mr. Bello for Boston at his 7.36 ERA. In his last five go-arounds, he's actually only gotten to the fifth inning one time. Uh, very consistent in being bad. Matter of fact, he puts two runners on base every single inning. Uh, he, he's abysmal. Going against Dylan Bundy, who's, I mean, poster child of mediocre, right, with a 4.56 ERA. You would think with Bellow on the mound for Boston that this line would be a little bit worse. Maybe I'm on the wrong side. I don't I don't know, but damn it. When you see numbers like that, I just can't help but to bet against Boston. So give me thirteen dollars on the Twinkies. Yeah, Bellow Bellow sucks. Uh so I I'm just I'll I'll go with you just because that guy is terrible. So yeah, give me the twins. It's a reasonable price, I think. What is going on here? That's my question. What is going? Twins opened up minus one sixty. They're minus one twenty now. Boston, oh my God. Oh, Boston opened up plus one thirty five. They're plus one ten now. This stinks. This smells so bad. Give me Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen bucks on the red stockings. This is just an abysmal game, and I hate everything about it. Let's make some money. Uh, yeah, fifteen on Boston. God, I thought it was. I thought I was in a trap when it was minus one thirty-five. Oof. Oh, jeez. Uh, next game up. Let's take a look at the Philadelphia Phillies going down to the desert. Take on the Diamondbacks. Ranger Suarez going to take the mound for the Fighting Phils. Um, talked about what a great August he's having. He's he's been absolutely spectacular, and he's actually even better on the road uh, than he is at home. Going against Madison Bumgarner. It's just he's so far removed from the bump, the Hall of Famer that we know he is going to be. Uh, he's so far removed from that. He's kind of a mediocre pitcher. But the Diamondbacks, I mean, they're OK. They're better at home than they are on the road. But the Phillies with Ranger, I, I think that they can get it done here. A little bit of chalk, but I'll eat it anyway, because I don't like the Diamondbacks. Give me the Phillies for $13. Yeah, no, this is a game that, that I had to play on as well. Um, I'm just I'm going to add. Suarez four plus strikeouts in there to reduce the juice because he's been pitching a little bit deeper in the games here the last two months. So I'm taking Suarez over three and a half K's and the Phillies money line that gets me minus one oh three over at FanDuel. Hey, not bad. I like that. Bad. I like that a lot. Unfortunately, I'm on the other side. I like the Diamondbacks Great. with the 160. I really like them at the 160. I don't necessarily have them winning the game. You know, this is one of those plays. But I think there's definitely enough value at plus 160 to warrant a shot here on the D-backs. Let's go. 15 bucks, Arizona. All right. One more game up for me. This will be the last one. Staying out on the West Coast. San Diego is at San Francisco. The two teams that I really do not like at all. Like, it, one of the – well, San Diego is probably still going to backdoor their way into the playoffs. That is almost disrespectful to the added playoff team. 
They're going to put Mike Clevenger on the mound going against Carlos Rodon, who's really been the best pitcher by far for the Giants. Listen to these stats. Carlos Rodon is 6-1 with a 1.86 ERA at home. He's 1-1 against these same Padres with a 1.8 ERA. Look, I think that just screams take the Giants, but the minus 135 kind of has me scratching my head. Like, it feels like that Minnesota game just feels a little off. But but where am I not seeing a trap and just dump Dick first into it? So give me the Giants for 13 bucks. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a big whoever's playing the Padres fan for the rest of the year. My uh, <laughs> my Padres to miss the playoffs uh, prop started at plus four forty. It looks like it's around plus one eighty as I look at it this morning. So we're uh, we're gaining gaining value there. So go Giants! I'm sitting out the game, but I'm I'm rooting for you, Panther. Absolutely, I'm rooting for you too on this one. I really think the Giants uh, are the play. I just couldn't quite get there. A little chalk you god damn can the pot the padres can lose to anybody anytime anywhere ex- ex- except the royals um so yeah leaning the giants i think the problem with the giants is that nine runs in their last five games combined so they they really struggle to put they're like marlins-esque when it comes to offense but uh those are my three games phil what are you bringing bud i i just have one additional that that you didn't touch on um i like the yankees today over the angels um but it's it's pretty juicy there. I'm seeing what 190, oh 175. Yeah, cool. 175. That's not um, bad. So in order to reduce the juice, I'm taking another pitcher prop. I'm taking Montes over uh, four and a half strikeouts in this one. Uh, I, I like it. I mean, he's either a two strikeout guy or a six strikeout guy, and we've got the Angels and they strike out a lot. So I think this is. Uh, a good opportunity for Montez to pile up those K's, hopefully not in the mirror for the journalists, but we're going to take Montez <laughs> and the Yankees, and that gets us to minus, where are we at here? Uh, minus 116. Oh, that's palpable. Yeah. That's palpable. You know, the funny thing about this game is I gave it a peek, but I, I felt like it wasn't chalky enough. Like, I thought the Yankees should have been worse, and they're not, so I, I felt like the Angels might be the play. So I'm going to lean Anaheim here. Yeah, I'm leaning the uh, Yankees here. I've got, I've got value, but I just uh, as general principle, the first rule of every baseball game is: it, Am I paying more than minus one fifty? If so, ignore it. So, yeah, leaning New York here in this one, not quite, not quite a play for me. Yeah, at- I mean that. That's all I have. But is this the time of the year when baseball betters start like overthinking things? Like, oh, is this a trap? Is this not a trap? Is this too like? It just it kind of feels like. You know, this is when you start overthinking, right? I think, I think so. Well, I don't know if overthinking is the right thing. I think, uh, I just think thinking in general is kind of tough for you at this point. I think the books have a leg up on us right now, for sure. There's so much data, right? So yeah. you just assume that the number they put out is sharp and, you know, we, we see value, but maybe there isn't. So it's, this, is, <laughs> this is a tough time of year. That's right. That's right. You may want to throttle back as a baseball better at this time of year. Um, that, that's up to you. Like, uh. You can lead a horse to water, and I've I've, I've noticed in the book club, I've, I tried to lead them to water, and they were like, "Fuck this, we're still going, we're still going full throttle." You did, you did put a warning out there. Yeah, we've been talking about it at the book club. I think <laughs> I re- that's why I'm like only at three games, and quite honestly, I'm doing it because we do a podcast, and and the degenerates are here for it. But quite honestly, <laughs> wait on fate football. I think baseball's done till playoff time. Oof, oof, yeah. I don't really have many other bets. We can look at a couple games real quick. 
like I I can't justify betting the Marlins against the Dodgers. So it looks like it's a Dodgers play, even though the line is plummeting. You know, minus two fifty is where it opened for the Dodgers. Now it's minus two fifteen. I can't imagine the Sharps are just hitting Miami a lot like that, but maybe they are. Any of you got a feel for this one? Uh, no, I, I just I feel like the Dodgers are a play there at two fifteen. Yeah, I, I actually I think it's a value play on the Dodgers <laughs> with Tony Gons. Tony Gonson's on the mound. He's what sixteen and one. Like the Cy Young is practically his, so he's at least got something to pitch for. And and the Marlins, I mean, God, they're like everything that's wrong with the Marlins. They check every box. They can't score, and they're terrible on the road. So and I, they won yesterday, right? So I'd be done with this series. <laughs> It's another situation. The same thing. I think St. Louis wins, but the minus two ten. Come on, I can't pay that. Any value on the Reds at all, Panther? At home, yeah. I mean, look, Mikolas has been really good for the Cardinals, um, and they're coming off. Here's the other thing: they're coming off, you know, the quote unquote late night game last night, and then they travel. Which, whatever, St. Louis, Cincinnati, not not a big deal, but. The Reds are throwing a rookie out there. He has no stats whatsoever, and that could be why the line is as bad as it is. But I, I'm not betting minus 220 or whatever it is on St. Louis here. So I think the only play is either the Reds or maybe Phil's got some kind of strikeout prop play or a run line. <laughs> but like you're just not betting 220 here. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm avoiding this game altogether. Unless Arch tells me otherwise. Oh, no, I don't think we'll see, I don't think that one will make a, a mid-morning appearance. I really don't. Same fucking situation with the Blue Jays. I think the Blue Jays are probably the play, but Jesus Christ, they're minus 230, minus 250. Come on. They're in White Sox territory. Like This is a team you can't bet on anymore, and especially at these lines. I've been betting on Gossman. I've been betting on Manoa. I've been betting on these. They're killing me. They're absolutely murdering me. Not the run line isn't doing it. They're fucking losing the game. So <laughs> minus two and a quarter. No, no. T- just take the plus line with the other team. Just take the Cubbies. <laughs> take the fucking Cubbies. Bill, you want to jump off the cliff with the Cubs plus plus two oh nine? Sure, sure. I, again, I don't have a. I don't have any any take on this game whatsoever. So yeah. I'm just. Uh, I'll just blind tail you guys. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not betting the Cubs. I'm just okay, not, all right, not doing it. Oh, man. Yeah, that's really all the baseball games. Kind of a light day. Nothing else going on. Let's see what... Got a couple comments here. Let's uh, let's look through this. Uh, Iceberg says Boston plus one and a half. Very oh, chicken shit. Yeah. Very Iceberg-like. Probably won't need it. It seems like Vegas is saying Boston's winning this thing going away. Maybe yeah. go minus one and a half. Uh, Iceberg says Arizona money line. God damn it, Iceberg! I thought we were past this. You guys are getting faded by Iceberg left and right. Uh, Anthony Jackson popped in and said Arizona money line. Terrible bum garner, garner has been absolutely dog water this year. So there's a vote for you guys. Hey. Iceberg says, yeah, yeah, or okay. I heard the same thing about Patrick Corbin yesterday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I said that. I, I said, don't bet that game is spelled. Certainly did. Well, kind of a light day here. Is there anything else you guys want to touch on? Should we start uh, wrapping this thing up? Yeah, the. Uh, uh, oops, sorry to cut you off, Panther. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. I'm. I was going to do do something real, real quick. So go ahead and do something. Oh, sure. I, I was going to say the uh, the U.S. Open in tennis starts today. Oh, you uh, got on some the plays? men's and women's side. 
Well, I just have a couple futures. I, I think that uh, on the ladies' side, you want to be playing Daria Kazatkina at 40 to 1 over at points bet. That is the best line by far. I think you can play it down to 35 to 1 on DraftKings. Now, Phil, before um, we get too deep into this, is, you let me know if these, I should be Bing image searching any of these players. Not her. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, she's, she's not not great looking. Uh, but yeah, 40 to 1 is an awesome price for her. I mean, she is playing incredible tennis and she's in great form. Hard courts are her jam. So that's where that's where I'd look on the lady side. Panther? I got nothing to add when it comes to tennis, but I do got something to add when it comes to the book club. I kind of dropped the ball here for the last well, I missed somebody last week, and we, we picked up another one over the weekend. So I want to give a quick shout-out to Rockbone, who got into uh, the book club last week. And Ramon – somebody help me here if I'm going to butcher this. Arellano, Ariano uh, – we'll just call him Ramon. But Ramon joined the book club over the weekend. Uh, so I want to give a big shout-out to those two guys. There you go. New, new book there club members. Yeah. Uh, Iceberg says, Boston, you can play a small amount money line. He says, smart money is on them. All right. Got to keep an eye out for that. So what did we talk about today? We talked about a little bit of everything. We talked about weed on the Cleveland Browns sideline. We talked about running backs getting shot. And really, the tragedy was it affected Panthers fantasy football. And we talked about, uh, you know, college football. Scott Frost. We're going to miss him when he's gone. God damn, we're going to miss him when he's gone. Maybe he'll look good in a USFL sidelines there, Phil. <laughs> awesome. Awesome take. I hope so. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yes, that's it. Bill, that's it. Any final thoughts? Yeah, man. Um, speaking of fantasy and drafting quarterbacks that got shot, we do have prop stars coming on, on the show uh, tomorrow oh. on Out of Bounds to talk fantasy. So that should be a good one. Keep your keep your downloads open for that, that show. Right. And Phil, we need a prop bet for you for the Panther Parlay, or uh, just any kind of bet for you for the Panther Parlay. All right, let's go Yankees money line. Yankees money line. Panther, Archie I, going with. I will take. Oh boy, um, I gotta fade you no matter what. Give me Boston. At this point, Boston seems like the lock of the day. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll stick with San Francisco. At least got moral support from you too. So we'll put the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Giants. Put those three together. That is your DGen parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but mostly it is the book club. That thing is like it's like a, a gas station. It's open 24/7. You guys can get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend. What you're going to do today when it's all said done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.